everybody. Welcome to Hope Something Sticks. I'm Bert. I'm Matt. And uh, we were uh, off last week. Um, had to go out to California for business, but back this week. Maybe. Because we're recording this on Sunday, and I'm really bad at editing the same day that I recorded. So, we'll see. No, you're fantastic. Don't don't, don't be so hard on yourself. Okay. <laughs> if you start being hard on yourselves, and the whole production of this thing just, like, it evaporates. That's it. Yeah. It'll, it'll last one, Bert. You're all, our only hope. <laughs> for hope something sticks. Alright. Well, uh... Talking a little bit before the podcast, saw uh, the first movie in a theater, first time in over a year. And uh, Sharon and I went to go see Black Widow, which is pretty good. Uh, the uh, spoilers, give them away. What happens? I'm not going to see it. <laughs> um, should I go into spoilers? Um, not too much into spoilers. Uh, the movie. Uh, it's actually in kind of the same vein as uh, Captain America 2, Winter Soldier. It's kind of got that sort of vibe. You know, it's not like the, you know, magics and the pew-pews. It's kind of a little bit more grounded. It kind of goes a little bit, you know, kind of a more espionage route, you know, because it's a Black Widow movie. Well, give me a little bit of her backstory. I don't know anything about her other than she is Scarlett Johansson. So, well, Black Widow's backstory is that she was like, a, you know, a Russian super agent that defected to S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, she, did, does she play with a Russian accent? No. Too? She oh. is such a, a great spy. She doesn't even have a Russian accent. Oh, gotcha. Uh, and, this kinda, okay. and this also kind of goes into her backstory. And she actually spent a few years... Uh, in like this kind of you know fake Russian spy family in Ohio. Uh, so she actually was living in the United States with, and she already had an American accent like as a kid. So, you know, to, and you know they go into a level of espionage where you know they have like you know perfect non-Russian accents, which is a very convenient way to just not have a Russian accent. Naturally, <laughs> just have a bear. Yeah, just have American. Uh, actors. Well, maybe she's a uh, maybe she's an incel. I'm using that word right, correct, right? I don't know what's an incel. Oh, like an inside uh, cell. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't she know. Like a... like a like a terrorist attack would have different sleepers sleeper cell. Like I'm thinking sleep, sleeper, sleeper cell. cell. Sorry, I'm using, okay. I'm using it wrong. Yeah, sleeper. Just cell. trying to make a terrible joke. Um, no, well, not, as a kid, she it wasn't a sleeper cell. It was just. Uh, I think just spying and getting information. As a kid? And they, well, no, just she she was part of the cover for her, you know, quote-unquote parents doing the spying. Oh, I got it. Her dad. So she's the original spy kid, all grown up. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway, it basically, it happened, so... The movie is in between Civil War and Infinity War. Okay. Uh, so it's so so like half the Avengers are like in jail at the you know at the moment, and the other half uh, 
Street in jail. <laughs> they hoard themselves out to the United Nations. Oh, the UN has to pay them? No. Well, like in Civil... The whole crux of Civil War was that the Avengers had to be under UN jurisdiction. Like, th- that that was like... You know, that was the break between the two teams. Wow. And this is supposed to be modern times, right? Like, this yeah. isn't some, fu- some extreme future timeline. No, this was 2016. Awesome. It, it's... So the UN has somehow gained this amazing power to actually tell somebody what to do. Uh, They tried to do that. Ah. (laughs) All right, never mind. We're right back. We're back. Because then Captain America is like, ah, fuck that. Fuck the UN. Yeah, Yeah, that sounds, that's very accurate. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. And so then Tony Stark was like, uh, is that, it it was pretty, it's funny, like the pretext, like, Oh no! You guys have to be reined in because you cause so much destruction. What? It's like says the 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 arms dealer. Well, th- this is a this is a U.S. general who, for some reason. Oh, I thought Tony Stark was in. talking again. Well, Tony Stark get goes on their side because, like, oh yeah, we do destroy a lot. Okay. It's like, no, Tony, you destroy a lot. You're go. the one who fucks everything. <laughs> Wow, like he, he made you know like like a, when he made like a an evil artificial intelligence that took over all his uh, robots and drones in the in the one movie, uh, but then and sounds uh, delightful. Yeah, and also like the first Avengers movie was uh, cleaning up after Shield slash saving the world from its you know saving the world from the alien invasion. And then saving New York from the military, trying to nuke New York to destroy this, you know, portal that the aliens are coming out of. So it rings pretty hollow that, uh, at least for the most part, like the Avengers, like, you know, like how much damage is like Captain America to do? You know, he's a strong guy who could throw a shield around. Well, he he does have America's ear, you know, think all of the boys. Nah, that's true. He, but, uh, he could, you know, he could really, really fuck shit up and make this place super fascist, like that. Actually, actually, there's a comic book where a doppelganger of him does exactly that. Oh, wow! Like really easily. <laughs> as we, as recent history has shown, yeah, it it really isn't that hard. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Uh, Especially if you've got you know a mind control device in everyone's pocket that they voluntarily. You know, stare at mm-hmm. all the time. But, um, yeah. But anyway, Black Widow, pretty good. David Harbour, pretty good slash funny as, uh, it's called Red Guardian, which is just basically just a Russian Captain America. Mm. Uh, but he's like, you know, <laughs> like old and fat. <laughs> they got him in a fat suit. Uh, no, I think it's just regular David Harbour fat. Oh, 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 got it. Like, maybe he gained a few pounds from Stranger Things. Like, it's not like he's a, you know, he's a stout guy, but okay. not, uh, not cut. Well, a lot of that was from just being tall and old. Yeah. So now anyway. he is taller and older. Did he have an old, uh, his old outfit? 
Like, is yeah, it, <laughs> and, you know, and of course, and the inevitably he like you know struggles to put it on it's like <laughs> uh, still fits <laughs> yeah that's a classic trope yeah but uh, he's sporting a pretty epic beard so oh got some length it's on it's pretty him. funny like like he you you start he starts off like in jail like you know based like in the in the movie is he like more of a is he more of a length or a bush man uh, a bit of both. Oh. Heavy bush, decent length. I think they call that like versatile. Pretty, like pretty decent length, like like the middle of your chest length. Damn, we're talking civil about. war. All right. So, and he's just like arm wrestling all these other Russian prisoners. Wait, he was in jail. Yeah, he's in jail. Like they, so he was also he was part of the KGB, secret Russian, whatever the fuck. Uh. And then, like, when he, he was starting, it's like, hey, aren't we supposed to be communists and not fascists? You're going to jail. Fuck! <laughs> Ouch. After all this time. Yeah. Uh-huh, we switch sides. Ah. You can never seem to win oh. over there. Yeah, the perks are way better just being, you know, fascist dictators. Uh-uh-uh. This is a bullshit. Yeah, we could we can go back into our socialism episode, so maybe some other time. Yeah, so they weren't anyway. ever really communists; they just called themselves that. Yeah, true that. But, well, uh, according to Stalin, but yeah. I don't. Know. I wasn't there. Uh, he, anyway, yeah, he's good. Scarlett Johansson's good, and uh, this woman that's kind of like Scarlett Johansson's sister that's set up to be the next Black Widow since. Scarlett Johansson is dead in, you know, in Marvel Universe. Oh my god. I didn't know so, that. Yeah. She, she's like the... She dies and Tony dies like at the end of uh, Endgame. So how many more are scheduled? Movies? Yeah. It's just like one of those things that's never going to end. Correct. There. Uh, did you uh, end up watching like the Loki? I tried the first episode. That's it. That's that's as far as I was able to get. All right. Well, anyway, by the end of this the season, uh, they were kind of setting up the next super bad guy who's going to be you know behind the scenes slash, you know. The guy at the end of phase, you know, five, they took six, they took ten hours. How long is that first ep- uh, season? I'm assuming well, six episodes. Oh, six episodes. It's, it's a little bit less than an hour, so I guess about five hours in total. It's five hours of setup. I can't do it. I I, <laughs> I I I really enjoy miniseries as a format, but it ends at the end of a miniseries. That's it. Okay, it's a ten hour movie. Essentially, there are ten chapters of one very long mini, you know, movie. I can't do it. Five hours of setup just to see the bad guy, and then I got to invest how much more time? Probably three more seasons until they beat him. <laughs> like, oh my god! <laughs> I do yeah. not fucking care. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, can't do it. Marvel movies, you kind of just have to 
just in for the long haul. Oh, no, no. I don't just have to kind of do anything. I can kind of torrent anything else. I'm saying if you're going to watch all that stuff, you kind of... It's not a thing to just casually pop in and out of. I Okay, I hear you. Because, like, at the end of... Uh, like, the post-credits scenes of uh, Black Widow, you see this character who is in uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier show on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, that's another amazing thing, is that you have to spend all this time, and then you get that one nugget. How long was that character shown? I mean, it was like the post-credits scene, so, you know, it was just like two minutes. Two minutes? Okay, well, at least it was at the end of the... I feel like I could just jump to the end of all of these and get the best part. Yeah, well, it's basically like she's... Looks like she's forming a dark Avengers team. Yeah, nah. I think I'm just going to eat the uh, the eyeball out of the fish and then throw the rest of it in the garbage. And not have to deal with all that fish problem. Alright. Yep. It was good to get out in the movies. Go out and watch the movies. Um, yeah. And we did some... Uh, well, we tried to do some maternity shopping. But apparently there's no physical store that sells maternity clothes almost. Like, no. It was just like Target, and it was like, you know, a fairly small section. Yeah, I mean, if you want, like, Moomoo's or something, yeah, sure, knock your socks off. Not even, just like like pants. No. Is it possible to find pants? No. No. You have to order that online in your shade. <laughs> Get the hell out <laughs> yeah, of here. basically. Yeah, welcome to the, the life of... Like any plus size woman, it's not, it's never been easy. Well, I mean, I guess it was easy back in the day when everything was tailored. So let's just fat rewind to a hundred years ago when everybody made their own clothes. Mm, nah, that's right. Has she, I don't know. I could ask my sisters. Um, oh, she's probably just gonna buy stuff offline. Well, there you go. There's another option. Buy online. Enjoy yeah. your Momo selection. And, uh, and she got she got clothes from my mom, her maternity stuff, so... <laughs> Just go buy yeah. a bunch of wife beaters. That'd be great. Uh, we're in late 80s uh, maternity chic. Mm. Can't imagine that the styles have changed that much, and even if they have, they've probably circled all the way back around again. Get her a corset. Mm, that was that day. Um, so... I mean, I was, uh, I've been thinking about just kind of over the week <clears throat> is, uh, colleges and, uh, like, you know, I saw like on Facebook, I, I didn't really, I didn't go into the article, but, uh, it was about this, uh, this guy who got his degree in, uh, filmmaking, uh, from Columbia and is in such a shit ton of debt and you know can't really get a job that he's you know boned and, what are you uh, talking about he can always make he can just make movies on his iPhone <laughs> that's what you went to Columbia to go figure out how to do right <laughs> right <laughs> uh, shit so you didn't read the article 
I didn't read it. What I did read was uh, the top comment was this uh, dude. Uh, it's like, well, you should see, you know, uh, the cost of the education weighed with, you know, what kind of job you can get, you know, basically just. Oh, giving him hindsight 2020 action? Yeah, just get, giving him shit. Hindsight advice. It's like, you know, being an adult about it, it's like, I mean, this guy was 17 when he got accepted to Columbia. He wasn't an adult. And it's kind of bullshit how, I don't know, like, it just seems like these kids don't have enough information. And they, they only get enough information if their parents are knowledgeable about such things they tell them. Like, it seems like guidance counselors are pretty worthless. Oh, yeah. I know guidance counselors yeah, that's are pretty what worthless. We, I definitely ranted that, about that one enough in one of our other yeah, and that's first episodes. Yeah, they suck. I think that school should be required to kind of show, them, you know, like before they select a major, here are the top say 30 job and also like you don't always know like exactly what kind of job you should get you know for your major like you might have like an idea but like you know specifically like what works the best Mm -hmm. and like have like a top 30 you know 50 list and like the percentage of you know how likely you are to get this job from your degree from this school and how much that pays you know, from, like, entry level to senior level. Uh, So it could make, you know, an actual informed choice about these things. There's a beautiful website called the Bureau of Labor Statistics, and if more kids were aware that it existed, yeah, maybe. But like you said, like, how do you match that major up to the job? Yeah, It's not always obvious. No, but you can, you know, take... Either the university or the government takes surveys of, okay, what jobs are you getting, you know, from this degree? Yeah, that'd be fantastic to have any kind of feedback, to have any kind of review system that would be codified. That would be great to actually make this work. Yeah, because, you know, I'm doing good now, but I kind of oopsie daisy my way into, you know, my career. Yeah. Sure. Kind of. <laughs> like, well, the way that it happened, like, uh, you know, like, I, I got my uh, master's degree, and I didn't really know, like, what to go into. Like, I just wanted, like, you know, just IT stuff. But, like, uh, I would, like, interview for, you know, also, like, software developer jobs and or, um, you know, IT infrastructure job and stuff like things that I was like kind of knowledgeable in but apparently you know not to the point where they would hire me it's like ah you kind of know things but mm." (laughs) like I didn't know like it would have been really helpful it's like if they just told me uh what jobs you get with this degree it's like uh business analyst oh okay well I'll look for that oh as opposed to wasting your time shooting at yeah. these other jobs that you're not even they're not even looking at you for yeah basically and like man, I remember actually I interviewed like a software developer job for you know, the University of Florida it was the housing department 
And basically, they were just fucking shitting all over me. It's like, okay, asshole, if you're not going to fucking hire me, just, you know, cut the fucking interview short. Don't call me an asshole for coming in. You're the fucking asshole for calling me in. Like, they I called you in? Wait, hang on. I, they, they literally said asshole in the interview? No, they didn't. But basically, it's like, well, you know, be honest, or, you know, I just, I, I don't know. They, they were just like dumping on me like you know they weren't using like curse words or anything but this was a long time ago so something's a tune of um, you know you don't have the uh, skill set we're looking for so I, it, I don't know it was like dick, more dickish than that hmm. I just remember like the guys being kind of you know, like assholes like in, you know I fucking drove all the way from Fort Lauderdale to Gainesville for this job interview Wow, and so you know, and that and, you know that, that that's that's not their their fault that, that I drove all that way, but it's like you know, okay, if I wasn't the person for this job, then you shouldn't have fucking uh, called like a face to face interview. Yeah, a f- wow, it was a face to face rejection. That's fucking yeah, that's like awesome. basically just like dumping. Out. And I, it's not like I was lying on my resume. Yeah, really, and like you know. You know, they're, they're asking me software development questions, and like some of them I wasn't getting 100% because, it, you know, after I finished with school, I, uh, you know, I was just interviewing for jobs. You know, there's no, there wasn't anything to do was from a software development standpoint. So, you know, some, you know, some of the things I kind of, you know, halfway forgot. Uh, and also, you know, again, I wasn't a, I didn't get a computer science degree, you know, as you know, a master's in the information systems and operations management from that university. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Guy was a dick. And the funny thing was, uh, we were, when I was working at Mindtree, when I, when I did become a business analyst, uh, that dickhead actually came by because uh, we were talking about maybe doing an application for him. So I basically just gave him the stink eye the entire time. I hate the fuck face. Look at me now. Look who's coming to me for help. <laughs> That's good stuff. Yep. But, well, um, kind of. but anyway, I mean, yeah. You really should be nice. You, you, it's what sucks about it. You have to be nice to everybody because you never know who the hell you're going to be, you know, having to deal with. Yeah. I mean, yeah, whatever. All good. Pretty sure, almost certainly making more than that dickhead's making now. If he's <laughs> still at, it's all good. He had his moment in the sun. He got to shit all over you. And then when you're big and famous and whatever the hell, he gets to look back and say, "Hey, you know that guy on TV? I shat all over that guy in an interview once." Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. And no one will believe him. Yeah. That's one of my favorite stories about uh, Bill Murray. He uh, apparently would just sort of show up. Apparently he just sort of shows up every now and again at random places. There's a documentary about it on Netflix that I saw. And he uh, allegedly walked into the bathroom, put his hands behind some dude who was pissing at a urinal, like put his hands behind his eyes, covered his eyes, and uh. then says, no one will ever believe you. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you 
there's that Louis C.K. Uh, bit where uh, he apparently got called by uh, President Obama, like while he was president. Oh, I don't know that bit. Oh no! So, so, uh, so he says, and you know, I I don't know if I believe him, <laughs> um, but uh, so he in the bit he says he get he got called by someone. It's like, oh, this is the office of the, you know the president of the United States. Uh, you know, President Obama would like to talk with you. It's like, mm, no, you're <laughs> to some prank call. It's like, oh, I mean. Or maybe it was Obama who called him and didn't believe that it was Obama. It's like, okay, well, just call, uh, you know, the the White House's line, you know, and have them transfer over to me. It's like, all right. And so he, he, you know, he found like the White House's, you know, uh, general line. Okay. He called it, and then he, you know, apparently he got transferred back to Obama. <laughs> It's like, yep, it's actually me. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, and uh, so he, he was in some, so they were talking about like, okay, what are, what are you doing now? It's like, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm in, uh, I don't know what city, uh, say Austin, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, gonna do, you know, doing a show here. It's like, oh, I hear they're all fags over there. <laughs> Mr. President, first of all, that's not what that city's known for. <laughs> and second of all, how could you say such a thing? And it's like, well, you know, why don't you tell someone? No one's going to fucking believe you. Click. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And they said, it's like, wow, that's true. <laughs> Say that if I was president, that's all I'd be doing—is <laughs> just fucking with people and disappearing, so that no one would believe their story. Let's <laughs> go. It's like, do you really believe him? <laughs> like, oh my gosh! Well, no. How the hell would President Obama get his number in Austin? Yeah, well, I'm, as the words are coming out of my mouth, it's probably—it's definitely possible. It's one hundred percent possible. But probable? No, the probability of that is very low. That's why he did it because no one believed. <laughs> I mean, the the amount of resources that would have to go into doing that, he would have to contact the NSA. I mean, this would take like fifteen minutes. <laughs> and Louis C.K. I don't think he's going to be on Obama's radar too much. I mean, this was when he was, like, you know, the biggest comedian in the country at the time. Like, he was, like, the number one guy. Okay. This is, you know, this is before, uh, you know, the whole jerking off stuff uh, came out. Well, everything is before that. Nothing has come after it. Pretty much. Oops. Sorry for the pun there. <laughs> Gross. Damn it. You know, I, I had a good streak there several years where I wasn't doing those fucking unintentional puns like that. I think I'm, yeah. like, regressing. <laughs> Something has gone wrong. Yeah, I definitely miss this show. It's too good. The only thing I have to replace it is, uh... I think you should leave the Tim Robinson one. Mm, I haven't seen that one. It's got two seasons so far. The first season is definitely... I mean, both seasons are 
have their share of... It's really just goofy skit comedy. Mm-hmm. Not like slapstick or anything like that, just ridiculous dialogue, over-the-top acting. Right. It's like the... Uh, if, if you could bottle awkwardness, that's kind of what the skits are, but then shoot it out of a fire hose. That's That's kind of what they are. Yeah, the first season's more in that vein, more just goofy. The second season is like, not all episodes end on what you think is a high note. Like you're like questioning whether or not this was a joke. So it's very, it's yeah, it's definitely more of a dark comedy now in the second season. That's why I couldn't do the podcast yesterday. Fucked me up too bad. (laughs) That and that edible I had. Know your limits, kids. Know your limits. <laughs> <laughs> Ten milligrams is all it takes for me. I'm a fucking lightweight. <laughs> yeah. You knew that uh, for a while now. Well, it, I, I, I figured it, it... I was wondering whether or not it would change between brands of edibles, because everything seems to be a total crapshoot in, in their potency. Right. Even though they oh. say 10 milligrams, it's, it's like... I, I don't know. It's difficult to gauge. Yeah. 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 I, I don't think... That, yeah, there's not much in the way of uh, regulation as far as that goes. Now, well, all they have to say is uh, that they can't say 10 milligrams per piece because I don't think they can guarantee that each piece has 10 milligrams in it. So it's it's like all they can say is, oh, this entire chocolate bar has... 100 milligrams and that it's vaguely broken up into 10 pieces and they're like all right here you go so you're you're at the mercy of their 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 food processor and their mixer yeah i really wish i could grow it myself the taxes on this are insane one twenty dollar candy bar here in illinois how much tax do you think that that they're charging for it well, let's say thirty percent. You're not far off. Seven bucks costs twenty-seven bucks. So that's pushing forty, right? All right, whatever. Please chop us thinking about a simple math problem out of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Embarrassing. Everybody's like, oh, well, I, th- I think we figured out why we can- these two jackasses can't get a job. I get a job. Well, yeah, so do I. Better job. Let's say the best job. Mm. Which is clearly president of the United States. Uh, depends on your uh, attitude going into it, I suppose. Yeah, if apparently you can be a big baby who doesn't know his thumb from his dick. Yeah, no, no, that is great. If you, yeah, right. don't give a shit. It's awesome. All you gotta do is yell at people, try to start revolutions. Not even burn everything yeah. down, sell it for spare parts. It's pretty funny, like listening to these uh, these old school Republicans like shitting on them, like uh, like Michael Bolton, who was like part of his administration for a little while, like just. Totally, just that fucking being, traitor. Be, being the uh, what you call it? Yeah, being like a spiteful ex-girlfriend. 
Uh, right, he's trying so, to drum up sales for his book. Yeah. That's why he's a traitor. Not because he's actually telling any kind of modicum of truth, but because he didn't... He had a chance to be a witness to all of this, and he he refused to testify yeah, to save to save it for the book. He's like... It's quite distressing. Yeah. I mean, I suppose you could make the argument that it wouldn't have mattered because... He, there's enough Republicans to acquit him, no matter what the fuck uh, the evidence said. But they would have had to acquit a f- like first, like testimony, like actual testimony from a very high-ranking official. Former high. It would have been official. pretty, like, it just would have been that much more obvious. Yes, but you know, I mean, you've seen what. <laughs> But, oh, uh, the depths to which they will they will sink. Yes. Yeah, it to, is quite distressing to, to get yeah to get uh, you know campaign funding and votes. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe you already knew that, but uh, it was funny. Like, um, it's like, do you think Donald Trump's a fascist? It's like, no, Donald Trump's not a fascist. You have to plan it. I had more than 10 seconds to be a fascist. <laughs> oh, shit. He's got the jokes. He's got the jokes. He's got the jokes. Well, that's understandable, mister. He's got a walrus on, on his uh, upper lip. He's got he's to have some, some kind of arsenal. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Where's this clip? Is it just on YouTube? Was it an yeah, interview on, on where? Oh, naturally. Yeah. No, they're happy to lap up uh, any, absolutely. A- anyone yeah, shitting on Trump. Yeah, well, really. Well, this is Brian Stelter, and well, this is Trump Hate Watch. <laughs> the numbers are hitting as... pretty high levels today. Yeah. I forget what the fuck his actual show is, but it really sucks. Oh, I don't know. I, mean, I can't watch all... either side anymore, because it's all just... Yeah, as we've discussed ad nauseum in several other episodes of Hope Something Sticks. Uh, yeah, it's it's sports. Yeah. Like you said. Yeah. And not the good kind of sports either. Like blood sports. That would be something. Yeah. I think they should legalize dueling for just but just for politicians. What do you think? Hand to hand combat? Yeah, no, that'd be pretty good but you'd, you'd have to have some kind of uh benefit to doing that like uh, you know like um like a reward system like you, you get his vote if you kill that person oh shit no i was just thinking it would be an honor-based thing there, it, there if you put a reward-based system on it then yeah it's gonna be just ter- ter- quite political like instantaneously <laughs> Okay, so all you have to do is kill Chuck Schumer. What? What? <laughs> In order to get this bill passed, you have to kill Chuck Schumer because we need his vote. Yeah, all, you all... just can't you just ask him? Oh my god! And this everyone Trump, over Congress here. is going to be a gladiator. Like, yeah, you know, right. you're not going to have all these old people. You're going to have, you know, exactly. You're going to vote Dwayne, people in yeah, just by how strong Johnson. they are. <laughs> It's like, hmm, I really like your views on the economy, but look at look at this other guy's right. Oh my, he's he's ripped. 
bet he could kill a whole bunch of people and take their votes. <laughs> All right, so John Brennan got 802 votes, and Thorg the Conqueror got 802,000 <laughs> votes. Damn it. Damn it, Thorg. <laughs> oh. But yeah, I can't only, wait. But but you only have the vote until the they can have a special election to replace that guy. Then it goes back to that guy. Then you have to kill him again. Mm, okay, sure. So you have to keep killing people. <laughs> yeah, you have <laughs> to keep. Can't, you do can't rest on your laurels. How quickly would we devolve into chaos? I wonder. But I mean, really, I mean, if Thor the Conqueror, what what kind of demands do you think he would have? A wench. Yeah, you know. Guarantee there'd be somebody who'd just be like, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> Definitely wouldn't have to worry about Donald Trump's ass anymore. Yeah, really. The the representative would just vote according to, uh, yeah. How the how, how then what happens? Is Thor a mute? Yeah, he's gonna have some sort of thoughts. Well, how do we stop Thor the conqueror? You know, as a progressive view on uh, green energy. <laughs> Yeah, what are you supposed to do? Now we're just back to hoping our benevolent dictators are great. Yeah, but at least they're like killing each other. Is that nobody stays in Congress too long? <laughs> so instead, of, so it's either that or term limits. You pick Congress. Yeah, why are they allowed to pick term limits? Yeah, they're never going to pick the murder section. Damn it! Should have never given them the idea that they could give themselves a raise. <laughs> they just keep doing it. You need more money to do less things. Well, I'm not going to be delusional and say that there isn't some amount of work involved. Oh, there is. But they also get like three months off, it feels like. Yeah. Like, uh, okay, so it's well, really hard work, but you also don't have to work for 25% of the year? Well, it's it's up to them how hard they work. They could technically do nothing. Yeah, especially fact, if you get somebody fact, like Mitch McConnell. A lot, a lot of these new people in Congress basically do nothing. They, they, yeah, because they're not allowed to. Well, it's not it's not that. It's just that they're too busy being uh, social media uh, personalities. That's how they do. So they, you know, they don't worry about passing legislation to you know get voted back into Congress. They just are popular and say a whole bunch of you know, meme-worthy shit. It's like, oh, this congressperson said this. Their constituents sure love that. They're going to keep voting for them, even though they do fucking nothing. Hmm. Yeah, that's nothing new either. I suppose not, but it seems more prevalent now. Or it's easier to be that person only it lot, wasn't have easy. a lot of pl- public platforms. Well, how do you get somebody smart enough to get into politics? The problem is they're too busy exploiting everyone who's too stupid to understand. That or they're smart enough to know not to get into politics. Yeah, it's incredibly lucrative. I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, look at Dick right. Cheney. Well, I'm saying if you wanted to, like, you know, do some kind of meaningful change, it's just a whole bunch of, I don't know, just a whole bunch of bullshit. Of, well, 
now that you're on this side, you have to believe these things, or we're not mm. going to help you out to get uh, reelected next time. So, when are you canvassing for ranked choice voting? <laughs> nah, that's right. I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Yes, be- being in the uh, top 10% of income in the country is pretty nice. It's pretty cushioning. Hmm. Excuse me while I go sharpen my pitchfork. Hey. The time of the orc is near. What do you mean, all right? <laughs> what do you have planned? You must have booby traps or something. Only one way to find out. Yeah, I know, right? It's like just step over there a little bit. Oh, okay. Uh... <laughs> ah, the old bottomless pit. Hey, dude, you sick, your, sick your dogs on me? Or your bees? Or your dogs that's... <laughs> <laughs> spit bees as they're barking <laughs> doesn't Richard Simmons come out of a bush or something after that like a robotic one that uh, episode? that's a different scene but yeah so kind of like uh, in the actual episode it doesn't sh- he doesn't show up it's like a clip show episode where he shows up it's like we were, you know, we were thinking about putting this scene in the episode, uh, but we didn't. But here it is, because you actually watch the episode. Like Homer comes in, it's like give Bart back. It's like I don't want to go. I suggest you leave. Scene over. There, there's no, you know, making Homer leave in that scene. They just like walked off. Uh, so yeah, it. De- and then looking at it, it's like, wow, yeah, there's definitely something missing from that scene. Gene Simmons' robot. Should have kept it. Gotcha. And he wasn't just any kind of ter- robot. He was a Terminator. It was great. Yeah. It's like a T-1000. <laughs> yes. Uh... Yeah, and then he shakes his ass to death. That was good. Yeah, his ass is gonna blow! Yeah, right? <laughs> All right. Well, that's been Hope Something Sticks. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Be sure to write in uh, with any comments. Well, let's go to the mailbag. Bert, anything from the mailbag? Let's see. No. All right. Well, still anxiously anticipating any mail whatsoever. I'll make a, I think I said I was going to make a fake account and just start spamming us with some bullshit. Hmm. I'll start putting I'll start putting the email address in there for like uh, anytime I have to sign up for something, so that way we can at least get some some coupons. Oh, thanks. Potentially <laughs> <laughs> not done that. So. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the actual mailbag is hope something sticks at gmail.com. All right. Till next time, everybody. Peace. <laughs>